Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. doing AEW Double or Nothing predictions. Please press the thumbs up button. Subscribe if you haven't already. Get in your Omega Chats with what you think is going to happen at Double or Nothing. Get your comments in down below if you're watching this on Catch Up as we're going to dive into the Double or Nothing predictions. We are doing the WrestleTalk prediction system, which means you get one point for a correct answer, two points for a title match, and we get to place our Joker on a title match, which gets you double points. Unless, of course, you're wrong, in which case you lose those points. So the potential to either gain four or lose four. But there's only one real prize in this, and that is the AEW World Championship. Your favorite boy is Hangman Page. Sure is. My favorite man (laughs) is CM Punk. Right, okay. I mean, so first off the bat, are you excited for Double or Nothing? Very much so. I'm not excited about the sort of endurance aspect of it. It's going to be a long show. It's going to be a long show. They always are. But it will also be a great night of wrestling. Weirdly, I look at the card and I'm I'm really excited for MJF Wardlow. Really excited for Punk and uh, Paige. But the rest of the card I look at, I'm just like, cool. It's not that, like, super bumper, revolution, full gear card. It's not got the excitement of possible debuts or recent debuts that last year's All Out had. So this Double or Nothing card, for me, really is a two-match show, but there's 11 matches on it. And all all those other matches as well, they're not, like, rubbish, boring matches. It's Adam Cole, Samoa Joe. It's that triple threat tag team match. It's going to be Rosa Deep, which I think is going to be an amazing match. There's like the Hardys versus the Bucks. That will either be as good as it was in 2015 or an absolute train wreck. <laughs> and either option's great. Well, just be, I could, shall I give you a, a, a clip of what we'll be talking about on Monday's podcast review? <laughs> What's that? Why did Matt do that? <laughs> Why Why didn't they call off the match? I can't believe Jeff's still doing this. Yeah. Uh, did they go too far? We'll go grab, clutch at some pearls. But anyway, get your comments in down below what you think is going to happen as we kick things off here with Hookhausen versus... Hang on, sorry. I'm just going to just stop myself there. Because we're doing predictions. That's all fun and everything. But what if we wanted to... What if someone else wanted to join in predictions with us? What? What do you... Well, like, like if a viewer at home uh-huh. was like... Oh. 
I thought I thought you were gonna bring in Danhausen for us for a second there. I wish. <laughs> I was like, but what? Uh, oh what, you mean like to play against us with their own predictions? Yeah. And compete against all of us here in the office, compete against other members of the WrestleTalk SWAF Nation. Do you think there's a way that that could be possible? I think there is. And I think it's on our Patreon. It's called Wrestle League. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash Wrestle Talk. Wrestle League is not only live, everyone, it's working. So head on over there, get in your predictions form, compete against everyone else in the SWAF Nation, compete against us in the office. <laughs> the winner of Wrestle League at the end of the season wins a replica Jam That Championship wow. belt. Uh, and there's loads of other perks on that Patreon, not just Wrestle League. Fan Quizzle Mania you can partake in, exclusive podcast shows, loads of CBW bits too, exclusive video versions of our podcast intros and outros. So yeah, please do check it out. It's the best way to support us. Indeed it is. So let's kick things off. On the buy-in, only a half an hour buy-in. Love to see that. Hookhausen versus Tony Nice and Smart Mark Sterling. Ollie, what have you got first? Hookhausen. So have I. Yeah, I think this will be a pretty quick match. It's a comedy one. I don't even know if Danhausen is really okay to wrestle when he broke his leg in when? November? Uh, oh, God, was it that uh, that soon ago? Because he's like walking around. Yeah, yeah, he's walking around okay. Uh, but of course, Tony Nese's tag partner is Mark Sterling, a wrestler but not a wrestler character, so he'll be doing the... Michael Cole-style offense, I guess. The Paul Heyman uh, with tagging with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Uh, but I think this is a hook squash. Like, hook is going to maybe squash Sterling. See, I think here the finish of this match isn't hook beating Mark Sterling. It's hook beating Tony Nese and then tagging in Danhausen to get the pin. Mm. Because they're the best friends. That's nice. And they're going to have some crisps together. Or chips, as our American friends might call them. Uh, Up next, it is the, oh, let's just say Mo (laughs) match on the card as Jade Cargill takes on Anna Jay for the TBS Championship. I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, this is one of the hardest (laughs) matches to predict because when you have such a big long-term storyline building into something with a wrestler who's been independently built up outside of the title picture. But I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to go Jade Cargill. Yeah, you know, I really did dabble in the idea that Anna Jay was going to be the person to dethrone Jade Cargill uh, and her big undefeated streak. But I think the safer money is just going with uh, with Jade here. We're being facetious, of course. This is quite obviously going to be a Jade Cargill match because this match has had literally zero build. Just randomly on Rampage last week, Anna Jay ran out and then it was like, and they're facing at the pay-per-view. Sure. Might as well. Um, Yeah, both gone Jade Cargill there. The Owen Hart Cup Tournament Finals next. The one one of these we know for certain which is the men's side of things, oh, yes. yeah. uh, which is Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. The winners, reportedly, are getting belts. They're actually getting given Owen Hart Cup belts. So it's not a trophy. It's a belt instead, a cummerbund. Because they haven't got enough, well, in yeah. my opinion, no. AEW. They need some more belts. It's because they didn't get the ring of on a six-man tag team mm. championship. So we're like, well, there's more belts to be added then, I guess, as well as our own trios titles. <laughs> Dan Lambert is sitting down with Tony Khan at lunch and going, 
You want some more belts, man? I, yeah, I, I, should, I like belts. I think we should put more belts in the company. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is for the Owen Hart tournament belt. On the men's side of things, it is Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. Who have you gone for here? This is actually genuinely tricky, I think. It could go either way. But I'm being cynical about this. Uh, Samoa Joe... He got the ROH TV title win. He's in the feud with Jay Lethal and stuff. But I look at Cole and I'm like, well, what has he had? He lost the feud to Orange Cassidy, really, by the end of it. He lost the title feud to Hangman Page. I think he needs something, really, to to keep him spinning at the top of the company. So I'm, I'm saying Adam Cole. I think it's Adam Cole as well. Um I kind of would love it to be Samoa Joe, but I think it's Cole's feels like the the better option here. I think you're right as well. Like I think he's a guy that needs a big he needs a big win because he lost both of the title matches that he has had. And I think it kind of gives the elite something as well to sort mm-hmm. of like elevate them as a faction because they feel like bit players in like sort of like the wider AEW universe when they used to be like the main thing on the show. So yeah, I, I'm going to go with Adam Cole on this one as well. I'm actually more uncertain on the women's side of things, um, which is Dr. Britt Baker DMD versus either Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander. So that's being taped on Rampage this Friday. Rampage is a live show this week, so we do not know the winner of that. First off, Use your prediction to advance. <clears throat> I think this is more clear. I think it's pre- oh to to advance. Uh, I t- Statlander, but Soho got the promo. I don't know because I don't feel like any women's character in AEW has had anything of substance to do. So that they really are interchangeable for me. Unfortunately, I think Statlander only because she's got the new character. Mm. And she was the one who was inserted into the tournament in the place of Hikaru Shida. So that can give Shida something to come back to when she is back from her quote unquote injury. Um, so I think it is Statlander advancing here, which I think sucks for, for Ruby Soho. Because you want to talk about someone who has just been taken completely off the boil since she debuted. I don't think she's been on a pay-per-view since. Since uh, coming in at All Out. It's a real disappointment. She had the Grand Slam thing, but that was... Literally the day before my daughter was born. And We're my, all. And my daughter is now nearly nine months old. She's 24. <laughs> <laughs> but we were all like, God damn, another one again, AEW. That entrance theme is going to make her a star regardless. Just don't F it up. And they done f it up. Yeah. So if I'm coming down to this, I think it's Britt Baker versus Statlander. I think it's Statlander. Oh. Okay. So, I mean, regardless of uh, uh, this is what so my, your pick, not Brit. My pick, my pick is not Brit on this. Are you are you going with Brit? I'm going with Brit. How dare you? Your kind of namesake, Dad. Look, I love Brit, mm. and I think she's great. However, I do think they are telling the story of Brit Baker and Jamie Hater, and they're not telling a story. Hey, they are. <laughs> It's just taking a long old time to, to do this. Because there was a moment during the entrance on Dynamite when Britt Baker was coming down where she does the big fist bump and celebration with um, Reba. And then Jamie Hayter was like, oh, you've got to do you've got to do it for me. Mm-hmm. Britt's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, fist bump onto that. And they've been sort of like teasing some dissension between the two of them to like, hey, you might be on the opposite sides of the bracket. You may actually face each other in the, the semifinals of this. 
Um, and I think that we're going to have Jamie Hayter attempt to interfere and it's going to backfire and that is going to allow Statlander or Soho to get the win. And because I think the cold one's going to come earlier in the night to set up the fact that you think it's going to be the power couple winning. And then we can spin that up into a few between Baker and Hater. Yeah, sure. It's, I don't, it's the problem with AEW's women's division. I, I don't, whereas I'm excited about a lot of stories and characters in the men's, I'm not excited about anything here. So it's like, well, what direction would, what direction would they take? Uh, don't, don't really mind that. Don't care about that. The the most interesting thing I can see is, unfortunately, how it interacts with a male character, which is Brit and Cole both winning these things. That's a cool act. So I'm just going to stick with Brit. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, I don't actually care. Well, that's a our first uh, disagreement on this show. So that's a first potential point mm-hmm. swing there. If you also disagree with us, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk and join Wrestle League and you can get in your predictions there and you're one of us. You'll be right with one of us. Are the Owen Hart Cup matches double points? <gasps> oh, I mean, they are for belts. Mm. I think they should be. Okay. I think they should be double pointers. Yeah. Um, so next up, speaking of belts, we have Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb for the AEW Women's World Championship. A feud that has been a big old fart of booking. And I think that Rosa's winning. Yeah. Uh, AEW seems to have been, oh, no, but but Brit isn't the champion. <laughs> What, what do we what do? What do we do now? Uh, cut a promo, Rosa. Cool. Any direction? Uh, women's wrestling? Have you got a hat? I, she I did think, have a hat on. Wear a hat this week. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, Be uh, careful. Nyla Rosa's got a pie. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you again, a glimpse of uh, Monday's review podcast. My God, what a match. These two nearly stole the show. Um but I, I can't wait for this to be the moment that turns all of AEW's women's booking around. I'm going to disagree with you there, because here's how I think the conversation is going to go on Monday. Man, they tried really hard to get the crowd into this, mm. but they were put on after a match. Like, they'll be put on after the triple threat tag team match or something that will burn the crowd out, and then they will desperately try to get the crowd into it. And the crowd will try their hardest to get into it, and they will applaud, and Rose will get the win, and it will just feel like another misstep. I think there is logic in booking the match after something very fast-paced and exciting because Deeb is the kind of wrestler who, you know, slowly draws you in through the technical work. So it might be a quiet first five minutes, but by the tenth minute, everyone's actually on their feet. But yeah, we'll we'll see. I, it's just so hard to get excited about anything which lady in AEW. I love Thunder Rosa and I love Serena D. Yeah. Like you go back to when we had that Serena D, the first Serena D Hikari Shida match, we were like, gosh darn, like that was incredible. That was amazing. And then eight months later, they paid off that feud with the fifth match. And it was like the fifth time they'd been on TV since. And then just again, just completely taken off the boil and then just, yeah, they, there's that match now happening at the pay-per-view. And here you can have some promos to camera away we go you can say the exact same thing about rosa and Britt baker absolutely you can but it resulted in a really good cage match 
Uh, up next for the AEW Tag Team Champions, it is Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Swerve and... You all right? Yeah, keep on. Okay, sorry. It is Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Swerve and Glory versus Team Taz. Triple Threat Tag Team Match. Olive Davis, what's your prediction? Joker card. You don't get to pick now. Oh. That's at the end. And we're going to do a coin flip out to determine who gets to pick their Joker first. I'm gonna go for swerve, <laughs> swerve and glory. My answer is swerve and glory. I am so torn on this one now. I'm, 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 I'm as you can see, quite confident. I was so convinced it was swerve and glory going into this. I nearly bought the T-shirt, and I would have done if it wasn't a black T-shirt. I'm trying not to buy anymore. I've got enough black t-shirts in my closet that I've had since I was 14 years mm. old. I don't need to be buying more black t-shirts. I need more white t-shirts. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, that t-shirt is only available in black, so I haven't bought it. It's the exact same style advice Brian Danielson gives. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I was so confident that it was Swerve and Glory. So, so confident. And then Swerve won this week. And that has put some doubt in my mind because I don't mm. think it's Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus because the story there is that Jungle Boy is losing and that is what's going to cause Christian to do the snap and Christian will then turn on Jungle Boy and we can spin off into the Jungle Boy-Christian cage feud. But I also don't think it's Team Taz because it's Team Taz and they're probably not going to win the belts unless they just hand them over to FTR uh, and then we get FTR versus the Hardys. So your main... I think you've got a good point for why it isn't Jurassic Express. Mm -hmm. I think you've got a good point for why it isn't Team Taz. Your point for why it isn't Swerve and Lee is because they won. Because they won this week. <laughs> but it's the logic. It's the like that's WWE logic dictating to me but that it, they're not but, winning this Sunday. That's like a well, didn't didn't we prove that was false? I, it's not actually. I know you're absolutely right, mm. but there's that always going to be that little part of my brain that's just like. Oh, but they got the win before the pay-per-view, so probably not winning this Sunday, are they? <sighs> I mean, really, by the rules of Wrestle League and by the rules of the Wrestle Prediction System, I have to go with what I've written down. Mm. And I've written Swerve and Glory. So that is who I'm going with, but I'm not a hundred percent confident on it. I'm going with my heart I'm going with my heart on this one rather than my brain, because I want to see the my my new favorite tag team in yep. AEW. Yep, yep, yep. I think they're my favorite tag team above FTR. Oh wow. Uh they're they're two great singles guys who are a great tag team act. But FTR are my my ba my number ones. Well I think FTR have become a great tag team act that has become a really great singles guy. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh up next it is Anarchy in the Arena, a fancy way of saying Stadium Stampede, the Jericho Appreciation Society versus Blackpool Combat Club, Eddie Kingston and L A. I'm I'm not that into like I'm not excited about watching the action in this match, which is a shame because the the concept of it just before two weeks ago I was very much into, but the idea of them all brawling around I don't know doesn't feel very it feels a bit messy I don't know, um but I have gone with J A S, um reasons for. I, I don't really know beyond, I think, uh, JS, they're a functioning unit, Blackpool Combat Club and uh, LAX and Kingston. 
I feel like Kingston and Danielson could combust. And that's a that's a nice way to have them lose and nobody actually looks worse coming out of it. So that's that's how I could see it going. I also think as well, because Jericho lost at Revolution, just waiting mm. to him get it. Because I think if he's pinning anyone, pinning Eddie Kingston. Oh, yeah. Which I think is a, a very interesting thing. Having said that, I have written down Blackpool Combat Club, Kingston and LAX to get the win mm. here, um, possibly with Santana pinning Jericho. That's nice. I think Danielson accidentally taking out Kingston. Oh no, what did I do? And then Danielson gets thrown out. Jericho. Yeah. And then pins Kingston's nice. I think it's very possible, but I am going with the hard lads. Um, I'd imagine Regal will be on commentary and will be delightful. Surely he'll have a spot. Well, Regal said, like when they were brawling, that they had the big 10 man brawl uh, on Dynamite. He just went, I'm not getting involved in this. Mm. Now. Well, Jericho as well. Fireball. Fireball. Hadouk. Jericho is one of those guys that as soon as you see something getting over on Twitter, it's like, cool, I need to do that every single show. <laughs> it's why he didn't need to do it on this week's show. Uh, up next, it's a six-man tag that was supposed to happen at Revolution. Was it Revolution or was it Full Gear? Whenever it, no, it was Revolution. Uh, yeah, because yeah, Phoenix was injured. Yeah, and yeah. Eric Redbeard stepped in mm. to be the new Ray Phoenix. Um, it, was like, it was like he was always there. <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, it's House of Black versus Death Triangle. Uh, who have you got here? I've got House of Black. 
purely because I think they have more upside going forward. I still see Death Triangle as a singles guy with two <laughs> tag guys. two brother tag team guys. Um, I, yeah, I, Death Triangle don't feel like a coherent unit to me. Never have. Uh, but the name. <laughs> whereas House of Black, oh my God, like everything about them works coherently. Uh, so yeah, House of Black. Hopefully they can do something else because this feels like it's been stuck on a treadmill. And it's because they've been waiting for Ray Phoenix to come back, basically. Hmm. And then they put one of them in the Owen Hart tournament. Uh, I have actually gone for Death Triangle here. Ah. Reunited, and it feels so good. They're back together. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, and I'm, the comments might be able to correct me here, House of Black won the last match. Yeah. So I feel like Death Triangle get the win here. 50-50 um, booking. And, but, crucially... Both teams move on. Mm. And perhaps even more importantly, Penta drops the spooky stuff and just goes back to being Pentagon Jr. And I don't have to have Sith Lord Alex Abrahantes walking around being like, I'm a spooky vampire. But he's having such a nice time. <laughs> he is having fun. I like his big dorky smile that he's kind of like, look at my robe. But I'm ready to then just be the Lucha Bros again. Mm. Um, hey, that's another difference we have there. Do you think you have different views at home? Head over to patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk and get them known over on Wrestle League. Uh, we actually are very close now to breaking the all-time record for Patreon backers. This is a big thing for, for us here at WrestleTalk. We've had a Patreon now for four, oh, four or five yeah, years. Four years. You and I have been doing WrestleTalk Extra. We've done over 50 episodes of <laughs> wow. WrestleTalk Extra. Um, that's 50, you think like each one of those episodes about three hours long. That's a hell of a lot of content. 150 hours worth mm. of content along with all the other content that's been put up onto there. But we've never gone past a certain point. I'm going to do a little refresh now <gasps> have we and passed see it? if we have beaten the all-time Patreon records. Wait for it to load. I'll let you know at the end of the show. Oh, I couldn't see it. Well, up next, a match that feels like it doesn't really belong on this card, but it's here anyway. It's the Hardy Boys versus the Young Bucks. Yeah. So you, I think you pointed out first. Oh, this feels like a eight man where it's the Bucks and Red Dragon versus. Darby Sting and the Hardys. Yeah. And then maybe it's because Sting got injured, but they are not going with that. And it's going to be the Hardys and Bucks, which is a much, much, much bigger match that has all out written all over it with a four week build and everything. Yeah. But actually, it's just, it's come out of a larger feud, which feels like a bit of a waste. But maybe their hands were forced. I don't know why. They've got 11 matches on the card. They could just not have done it. Um, but yes, I've gone with the Bucks. I've gone with the Hardys. I've <clears throat> got the Hardy boys to get the win here. Um, and I don't really know why. And I think it's probably because this feud has just sort of come out. Not this feud has come out of nowhere. This match has come out of nowhere. Like they were building a different story. Like you say, maybe their hands were tied or something. But 
It just felt like on Rampage, they were just like, oh yeah, and by the way, it's uh, going to be the Hardys versus the Bucks. And I just feel like that should have been a bigger deal that we're getting this match mm. again. You know, the Hardys brought Matt back into AEW after he got fired by WWE. And then Jeff has come across as well. They, the ladder war that those two had, the last indie appearance of the Hardys before they went back to WWE, is like, it's so it's still talked about with such high regard mm. to this day. And we're now getting that match. And they kept they were saying comments like, oh, what a dream match. I was like, yeah, it was a dream match five years ago, seven years ago. But it doesn't feel like a dream match now. This feels like it's just a randomly announced match for a pay-per-view. I still think it's a dream match, but it is not a dream. It has not had uh, a build befitting of a dream match. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Um, so, yeah, I've got the Hardys there. You've got the Bucks. Yeah. Up next... One, here we get to the two-match card that we've been talking about. Not to say that anything on this card is terrible, because actually most of it's really, really great. MJF versus Wardlow. If Wardlow loses, he cannot sign an AEW contract. Who have you got? MJF. <gasps> Tell me why... I don't know how they get out of this. <laughs> <laughs> but that's for them to figure out. <laughs> but MJF story if MJF storylines have taught me anything, it's he whoever writes them, if it's him, if it's Tony, if he's, you know, talking to every old eighties guy that he respects, he really knows how to swerve you and the the worst case scenario in terms of kayfabe can happen and the worst like what is more dramatically interesting wardlow wins yay where does wardlow go after that mjf gets a second pay-per-view loss whereas wardlow losing creatively that is a far more sort of exciting direction it's a direction so exciting that I have no idea what they do with. That's how, like, oh my god, what just happened? Which is why I think it could happen, because these people are so creatively bold and daring. So yeah, I'd, I've, I've gone MJF. I've got Wardlow. Mm. And I think maybe what I've gone for is a, as a basic bitch pick. Because it is just, well, of course it's Wardlow, because... How else is he going to get around it? Like, I know there'll be people, we've had some people in the Ultra Chats before say he signs for Ring of Honor. But that for me feels like such a major step down for this Wardlow story that he just signs a Ring of Honor contract. And that's nothing against Ring of Honor. That's just actually how AEW has presented Ring of Honor, really, um, since they bought them. So I've, I think it's Wardlow. I think we get the payoff, which is the Powerbomb Symphony and the win. There'll be lots of shenanigans with Sean Spears. There'll be lots of shenanigans with the Diamond Ring. But I think this is the War Dogs' time to win and, yeah, get that AEW contract. Where he goes from there is a different matter. But I, yeah, I think this is, this could be it. A hundred percent correct. <laughs> Which is why I just think the zag comes. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. The more you talk about it, the more I think you're right. Oh, it's interesting. Cannot wait. Uh, and lastly, for the AEW World Championship. I haven't been this excited for a World Championship match 
I think Hangman Omega for obvious reasons, but I think kind of when I more think about it, Moxley Kingston. Yeah, when yeah, I, yeah, when I was yeah. just like so dramatically mm. invested in two characters because going into full gear, so sure of Hangman winning the belt there because it's you know makes sure like and I think even really full gear, never thought Eddie Kingston was going to win, but there was such a great story mm. there of what would happen if he did. And I've got that here with Hangman Page versus CM Punk. And it's my boy. He's my world champion. Cowboy S-word, Hangman Adam Page. Kicks out of a punk shot lariat, hits a GTS, and then hits his own buckshot lariat and gets the win. Not only retaining the AEW World Championship, but saving us all from tyrannical Phil and his heelish <laughs> ways. I've got my boy Hangman. We have differed a lot on this card. Yeah. And I've always thought CM Punk have been quite open about that. And then the go-home promo on this episode, this week's episode of Dynamite, really has made me that I'm more unsure. But I'm going to stick with my guns. My guy, CM Punk. Can we get a poll? Let's mm. get a poll going. Let's get a poll for the last few. Like we've only got a lot of time left on this. We're going to do this through your chat. But can we get a poll? I'm so curious to see what the chat thinks. Punk page. Who wins this Sunday? What's so exciting is it's not just the match. It's not just what's come before. It's what happens afterwards. And I'm really, really hooked into this. Yeah, I, I cannot wait. It's going to be, I think it's going to be great wherever they go. Uh, and if CM Punk wins, God damn yes. <laughs> no, my boy Hangman. He's the guy. He's supposed to be the chosen one. Transitional champ. <laughs> His terrible taste in Marvel movies would <laughs> be damned. I think it's it's gotta be Hangman Page. He's gonna defeat he's gonna beat all of the new Buzz Light years that's coming. Where he goes next, I don't know. But the more you have talked about this world of CM Punk winning the belt and the slow <clears throat> the mask off moment of it was me all along. It's me, tyrannical Phil. Hangman being proven right. I think it's such a beautiful story in there. Well, I think that that story works better if Hangman wins first. Yeah. And Punk wins it either at the next pay-per-view or before. I don't know. I'm don't really know. excited, though. I don't know, man. Right. Well, that is all of our predictions. Make sure you've got yours into Wrestle League because it is now time to play a Joker card. But which who of us is going to go first? I have got a uh, flipper coin app on my phone because we don't have any coins because it's a cashless society. So flipper uh, card, <laughs> heads or tails? Heads. Okay, it's going round. It's going round. It's tails. Mm. So I get to pick first. I'm just going to pick my one. <laughs> you kind of know what it is. I mean, I've got an inkling I know what yours is. <laughs> However, I take out my card, and I'm going to play my Joker card on Hangman Page, retaining the AEW World okay. Championship. I'm going to get myself, not only am I going to win this prediction system, I am going to win it with my boy, Hangman Adam Page. Four sweet points coming your way. Coming my way, rather. Uh, shock, swerve and glory. Keith Lee's my boy. 
my biggest boy. <laughs> so yeah, so if we get those predictions right, we will get four points on those. However, if we are wrong, you will lose mm. four points. Looking at the poll currently, it is currently 59% CM Punk. To win. 41% Angman Adam Page oh. to win here. We've still got time to vote, everyone. Get your votes in. Click the <laughs> poll that's just appeared up onto the chat. Get your poll, uh, get your voice heard while we read out some of your ultra chats. Uh, here we go. Juan Villa says, Papa Luke and Big Bro Ollie, how the bloody hell are you guys? Excuse me. Probably too soon to say, but after this pay-per-view cycle, who are your next number one contender storylines until the next pay-per-view, not counting Forbidden Door? Well, I think, Wanvilla, what we're going to see there is Forbidden Door is going to probably take over mm -hmm. the next few things because that's the next pay-per-view to build towards. So really, I think what Wanvilla is looking at is like, who are we thinking is going to be after Forbidden Door? So you're all out feuds. I think it's CM Punk Hangman Page again. It's in, it's in Chicago. Yeah. Like, that that might be the time to do the the punk title win one year after him debuting mm -hmm. uh tag belts uh i think swerve and glory going up against ftr maybe i think uh ftr i feel like they're going off into well, i can say that's after forbidden door i think we can go back to ftr again as the top tag team i think they're so over mm -hmm. as a tag team that i think people the fans will demand that we get back to FTR. Tony, on the other hand, is probably going like, I've got the Hardy Boys on my <laughs> roster. Yay! Gonna put those toys into it. These were my favorite toys when I was a kid. Uh, Nicholas Lama, Ollie, Joker card. Please put that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> or it should be on a short. Uh, Juan Villa says, I know I'm always high watching my AEW, but damn, that's a lot of matches. Can we cut some of them and have a casino battle royale? I thought that match type would always be on double or nothing. Yeah. Well, the, I don't, I'm not mourning the loss of the casino battle royale. It's, but the Joker. Yeah. It's never. It was Leo Rush. <laughs> it's Matt Seidel. <laughs> you know, it's never a big one. It's always like, huh. Oh, cool. Fun. Fun, Matt. Johnny Gargano AEW man. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, Laser Punk said, if Danielson and Kingston explode, are you saying Danielson is having a heel turn? Does no. that mean Blackpool Combat Club is turning heel also? I don't see Danielson leaving the group anytime soon. No, not, not, a, not a heel turn. Just sort of a, an explosion of emotions. Kingston and Danielson just don't like each other. I think that transcends heel face dynamics. I completely agree. Yeah, I do think there is going to be some combustion between Danielson because they've set that up mm. as part of the feud is that those two don't get along. So I think we are going to see some miscommunication or will we see them get on the same page and set aside their differences mm. to beat up some sports entertainers? Tails P said MJF will win and Wardlow will sign a Ring of Honor contract. Hardys will win so we can get Undisputed versus Elite when Omega comes back. So that's uh, Cole and Red Dragon versus Omega and Bucks. Omega and Bucks. Yeah. That, that that feels like an eventual direction. But I don't think the Hardys have to lose for that to happen. I really do think the Hardys are going to be the ones facing for the tag titles at All mm. Out. Because I think Tony loves his toys. Ladder match. 
oh, it's with Keith Lee in it. He's only been in the company a little bit. He's been in two ladder matches. And Swerve Strickland. It's like me booking my GM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that is our last Ultra Chat here. But shout out to a new member, Laser Punk. Delightful. Nice Thank work. you so much. Although I'm going to give this a quick refresh because mine doesn't always add in new Ultra Chats. We have got some new ones in. Uh, Frank Botello said, should Tony walk out with an AEW contract and give it to Wardlow after the match on Sunday? So if Wardlow wins uh yeah that's a nice spot but it's a it's a tony appearance which i i'm sort of against and i it's kayfabe it's not like an actual sincere unproven indie guy who's getting a contract i don't i can't see it working what if it's hunter what if Hunter comes out? Triple H comes <laughs> out and offers him an NXT <laughs> and, contract. And does, no, well, no, he offers him an AEW contract because he's now working for them. He does the point and everything. Um, we also have Sheldon Jackson saying, if you were to have an NGPW star win an AEW championship and vice versa, which star would you have uh, win the championships? Hmm. Well, Aussie Open win the uh, AEW Tag Team Championships. Of, can, I, come on, Aussie Open versus Swerve and Glory. Yeah, that would be amazing. That's a match I want to see, mate. And it's a bit of a basic choice. But Okada wins the AEW world title and Omega wins it off of him. Um, also, or Kota Ibushi. Well, well is he going to be a New Japan I talent? was going to say, maybe he'll be an AEW talent regardless. Not with that New Japan relationship, I don't think. Omar Husey says, MJF versus Wardlow pitch. MJF wins, but you have weekly angles of Wardlow attacking MJF, but MJF can't ask for a match with him because of the stipulation, so he's angry and asks for him to be signed. Wardlow debuts with Warpigs as his theme, and he wins. So, that's the story we've literally just had. I just, I that's too repetitive. I, I agree with you there, because it is... Sort of the same. It's a slight variation on the story we've just had. And I like the idea of like MJF being like, oh my God, I'm so angry at this guy because he's attacking me and I want to have a match with him, but I can't. But I think MJF as a character would just be like, I've already beaten him. Yeah. I've already proven that he's a pig and I don't need him around here. Anymore. You shouldn't be around here. Yeah. Yeah. There'd just be a big question about how does AEW security keep letting this guy in? Uh, so Can't yeah. Stop him. Uh, that is it, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us. Please do head on over to patreon.com forward slash rest talk. I am just going to have a quick double check of have we beaten the all time record of Patreon backers? Yes, we have. <laughs> but still sign up. Well done, Andy. We have beaten our previous record of Patreon backers. Andy Datsun, everyone. Well done, Andy. All of Andy Datsun's hard work. And Laurie's, really, when you think Pain, about it. Yeah. Maybe Adams. Um, I think you'll probably, ours. ours, yeah. I think you can mm -hmm. probably say that we did. Sully. Sullivan, of course, Sullivan. Uh, Jenna. Uh, Social Media Abby. Editor Terry. Whole gang. The whole gang. Everyone has done stellar work to make Patreon what it is today. Thank you all so much for watching. We will see you this Sunday for Double or Nothing live reactions here on the Rest Talk Podcast channel. But tomorrow, I am joined by Tyre Valkyrie to talk about NWA's upcoming pay-per-view. And we're going to be chatting about all sorts of things. Tyre Valkyrie on the, on the podcast tomorrow. The podcast. Podcast tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Love you. Jam that jam.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.